The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Long box small talk. I am your host, Bill. Next to me is my Peter Porker, the amazing oh, Spider Ham. Peter Porker, <laughs> Rod come the on. Bot Aaron. You ass. <laughs> What's going on, man? Ass. Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing much is going on except that horrible fucking joke. Uh, ass. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Okay, so this is the week of surprises, I guess. Uh-oh. Yeah, so we missed out on last week. We did. And I, I've been meaning to give this to you for quite some time, Bill. Okay. There you go, sir. Oh, thanks for hitting my mic. Yeah, no problem. That's that's how I work. Wait, what is this? What do you think it is? Whoa, dude! Yeah, what is that? It's an LBS t-shirt! Yeah, look what I found. Oh, 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 yeah, buddy! Yeah! Oh! What's yes! That? Yeah, that's some, I gotta put mine on, dude. That's some oh. manly high five in Oh, there. you got the right... Dude, I'm on 2X. Yeah. And I'm going look at no, you. I'm going no sugar next week. Look at you. And I like the way, the fact that you didn't take your shirt off. You put a second shirt on oh, yeah, over dude. your other shirt. Big guys don't take shirts off. No. no. Man <laughs> nipples are obscene. Yeah. Amber so waves. Dude, yeah. this is the shit. Hell yeah. I want to call my girlfriend here, but I'm having too much fun. Yeah, <laughs> see? You're all you're getting like a little schoolgirl, bro. Nice, man. Yeah. So, all right. So, I don't know. Uh, did we actually say what I just gave you? Yeah. He, okay. He, he, Rodney had... Two long box small talk shirts made. That's pretty. I'm yeah. wearing mine to the show. I got. Yeah, well, you have to. I got two gigs. You're coming contractually up. obligated. I am. <laughs> My contractions are obligated. Yeah. You also have to get a LB, uh, LST shirt, uh, fucking tattoo on your forehead. No, that's not happening. Read your fine print, sir. It's happening. Uh, so you thank you, you like thank it? you. Yes. Yeah, oh, this is badass. I can tell your voice went up like three I'm octaves. I'm excited, dude. This is cool. <laughs> so. Okay. Aside, aside from making surprises, what's yeah. up, man? What you been up to? Uh, dude, I've, I've not been doing much of anything. I've, last two weeks, I know you've had a bad two weeks. It, well, I mean, <laughs> has it been fun? Yeah. Uh, we did, uh, as I said on Twitter, we did have a death in the family. Yeah. Uh, Mel, my, my girlfriend, lost her grandmother, and uh, it was one of those things that happened, and you had a few days for it to kind of happen, Yeah. and then it, when it did happen, it, you know, uh, and then she got in a wreck. I got in a wreck. Yeah. And our AC's gone out. So it has been a uh, two weeks to suck. Yeah. But um, you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And uh, I'm here. I'm fighting. And I'm yeah. glad to be back with you. Yeah. I wish I'd had the time last week to do it, but it was just freaking impossible. Ah, it's all right. Uh, they, so, you know what? All our listeners had a nice break. They explored other podcasts. They came back to us. They better that's what come they better back. Do. They always they come better back. Do. All right. So, um... No, okay, my week was not nearly as bad as yours, but it was eventful. Okay. So I had two weird, weird things happen to me. Go for it. So, uh, yeah, we've talked about it before, I think. I'm, I'm on pretty much of a hardcore diet. I'm trying to lose some weight. You're looking so good, that too. I, oh, thank you, sir. I'm, you. I'm being serious. I'm not for, joking. For a man who wouldn't take his shirt off in front of me. You look great. You <laughs> it's not look very great. flattering, Bill. 
Shut up. Tell me your story. <laughs> anyway, so I, I was on the toilet the other day. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry, Bill. But it, it's worth it. <laughs> All right. So I'm on the toilet, and I'm, like, doing my thing. And uh, I go to stand up, and I'm like, oh, shit. What, what is that? I don't wear my glasses. I'm like, there's a big-ass red thing in this toilet. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Am I dying? Is this, is this what's happening? I'm like, okay, well, that's how it happens. I'm going to Elvis it on the toilet. <laughs> so me being the brave soldier I am, I'm like, I need to see what this is, right? I reached down into the toilet that I just got done using and pulled out this pink bloody mass, okay? My wife, apparently, the night before, she loves long baths. She threw a chunk of watermelon in the toilet. So, so here I am. It's like seven in the morning. I'm holding a, a saturated piece of watermelon, and it's saturated in poop water. Oh, it's so, the little things in life that you you yeah. you just. What did I do? Did I do something, Bill? <coughs> did I do something for this to come back on me like that? Well, I mean, if you want karmic retribution, I'm sure. I am sure there's a long list of things. I don't think you can name a single bad thing I've ever done. I don't think no, I can. Don't do it. No, I don't, don't think do it I can. Now. I don't, don't think do I can, it now if you can. I don't think I can name a single good thing you've ever done. <laughs> That's still neutral, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think karma works that way. Oh, uh, okay. So, so <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. That's fucking crazy. So, moving right along, dude. Are you ready? You know what, buddy? I'm ready. You are you ready? Because so, last week you you had a little bit of retribution with your. Uh, uh, oh yeah, you're gonna have four colored eulogy. Four colored eulogy. It's not like it's complicated. I listened to it twice. It's got a, three words in it. I, I can only <laughs> listen. I can only like from the halls of security has five. So three or less is not worth remembering. Good. Yeah. So <clears> all right. <throat> are you ready? Go ahead. From the halls of obscurity. Let's uh let's see what you got this week. All right, so th- I'm really interested in this one because um, I-, I think you're gonna do well, but we're gonna see. Okay, went a little easier on you. I feel like Aww. I was whipping Thanks, you too buddy. hard. I was Thanks, whipping too hard. I I like it. I I don't take this. Bad. He likes it. Rough. I think this is fun. You I, think it's okay? Well, I let's, think it's let's, all fun. Let's try it. And let's see if you can beat your top. What is your top score? Eight. 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 Eight's your top score. Okay, let's see if we can beat eight, or do worse than one because that would be equally good. <laughs> Alright, so first one is Adam Eve at A-T-O-M. Adam Eve from Image Comics 2003. Huh. So, you were definitely uh, alive and reading comics by then. Mm-hmm. Okay, Adam Adam Eve was created by the government to be a weapon. At birth, she was switched with a stillborn and sent home with her birth parents as to avoid the government seizing of her. She was a prodigy in science and received a scholarship to a prestigious school. Her scientific ability turned out to be an early manifestation of her powers. A man approached her one day, warning Eve that her powers may be her downfall, and encouraged her to never use them again. He was also in a panel van. Yes, he was in a panel van, <coughs> blacked out windows. Would you like some candy? <laughs> so, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. I keep wanting to say Adam and Eve. It's Adam not a sex e- shop. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, not an yeah. online sex portal. It's, yeah, you're going to order your dildo this week. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you got to go dildo, man? <laughs> Mommy, I got a fist. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Adam okay. Eve. So Adam, that's a pretty clear giveaway, right? Adam Eve. So it, it's obviously she has some kind of atomic energy manifestation. Yeah, she. Can. Maybe she can manipulate atoms. Okay. Um, What's or, she doing with them? 
like she wouldn't like shoot him at enemies, right? Hey, have a face full of Adam. No, no, uh, you know, manipulate atomic structure so she could make explosions, but she she could also turn your couch into silver. Oh, okay. Or she can, you know, manipulate things at that level, okay. at the atomic level. She she manipulates. I, I'm, I'm gonna say like her powers are based around manipulation at the atomic level. Okay. So she's <laughs> like Molecule Man, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Kind of. Okay. And is she real or fake? You tell me. This is 03. This is around the time Moore was ending Supreme. Okay. And I don't know everything about that. I did read a lot of that. Are you a big fan of Image? Yeah, yeah. I love Image. Yeah. yeah. Um, or it, she could be part of Invincible. My gut is saying real. I'm going to say real. Okay. And, and where do you think she's from? Where... Like, like what? Which, comic? which book? Yeah. You think you can guess? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, my gut's saying Invincible. Okay. Did you ever read Invincible? Yeah, I love Invincible. I did. I, I lost it after about the sixth trade, but I need, I want to go back. I know that they rebooted it somewhat. So you, you read six? I read the six. I read up to the sixth trade paperback. Okay. So Adam and Eve is able to manipulate matter at the subatomic level by sheer willpower. Organic, not animal life, however, and inorganic matter can be changed into anything she desires. She can augment normally unhealthy foods, such as cakes and other sweets, into nutritious foods, as well as rearrange the environment. Her costume is created by altering her clothes to fashion her Adam Eve suit. She can also fly by lowering the density of the air around her, as well as creating force fields. Pretty, pretty dead on, Bill. You're pretty oh, damn oh, close. Oh, yeah. I, oh, oh, I told you oh. you might be good on this one. And you know what? She is from Invincible. Which, I, I wouldn't celebrate that, because you read six trades and didn't know that she was, like, the second main <clears throat> character. Yeah, I read, the, I read the six trades five or six years ago. Ugh. You know. I read more than you forget. That's probably true. <coughs> okay. Well, move right along. Two points. So, two, two points, points Bill. Two yeah. Points. All right. So, you know, six more. <laughs> All right. This next one. I, I love this name. Uh, that would be actually be eight more. Well, no, you're not going to get it. <laughs> All right, this next one is Mama Zuzu, Marvel, 1998. Hmm. Mama Zuzu, or Sophia Macias, hmm. was a young schoolgirl who was bu- bullied for being the only Hispanic girl at her school. Bill can, can you know, empathize. I'm not Hispanic. No, but you're fucking different, man. Oh, gee, <laughs> gee, thanks. Thanks, right. buddy. She was chased into the school's basement and was locked in for several days. It's unclear as to what happened to her while she was down there, but the next time someone opens the door for her, she exited as Mama Zuzu. She had been significantly altered physically, but her eyes were recognized by their dark brown color. Mama Zuzu fought day and night to punish bullies and prevent from them from ever bullying again. So, to me, this reads like something that would be like early 90s. Um, I don't know what it's doing in 1998. All right, first of all, I gotta call fake on this. Okay. It doesn't. Uh, anti-bullying campaigning really didn't hit until the mid 2000s. So the, everything before that was just like, <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Kids, we kids. It wouldn't. It just really. Yeah, no. We we didn't we didn't take such a shining to, you know, you can't you can't say bad things to people in school. Mm-hmm. You know, if that were the case. I definitely would have come out different. Yeah. Um, her powers, I'm going to say 
With the Mama Zuzu, it sounds like some kind of voodoo type power. So How I'm, racist of you, Bill? I'm gonna say she's she's dealing with uh, voodoo of some sort. When you picture someone named Mama Zuzu, what do they look like, Bill? <laughs> You're a rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna. Oh, <laughs> definitely has some kind of like rag on her head. Uh huh. Probably uh-huh. some kind of like sun flowing dress. Okay. Probably. What dress. about the color of her skin, Bill? <laughs> you know. Bill, you're wrong. You know, she was a 75-year-old white woman who likes to crochet. No. And watch reruns of Desperate Housewives. No. That's Mama Zuzu. No. No. So I'm going to say she has voodoo and she's fake. Okay, so Mama Zuzu's, Mama Zuzu's body turned into a dark cloud of gas that poisoned her victims and causes brain damage. Victims of this gas were forever described as mindless but happy people. Voodoo. Voodoo. It's voodoo. It's not voodoo, Bill. It's fake. It's, it Bill, is, it's fake. It is fake. It is fake. I said fake. I, well, congratulations, <clears throat> Bill. But it, her power, you made her power out of voodoo, because there's no way... She goes into the basement like, oh, my secondary mutation kicked in. Dude, you don't know that. I, Mama yeah, Zuzu, well, it's fake. Mama Zuzu's mysterious Fine. in her ways. Fine. I'll take a point. One point, summit three. I was going to give it to you, but... Sure. Okay, no, 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 no it's too, too late. I'll take it too. <laughs> you All right, so three points for Bill. Bill's going to number three <laughs> with three points. Oh, somebody's mad because he lost his other game last week. Psh, I don't hold grudges like that, sir. Yeah. All right, you ready for Alabama Star? <laughs> oh, no. What? What's wrong with Alabama Star? Alabama Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Alabama Star, Marvel 1978. Alabama Star was a stripper from, you guessed it, Alabama. She was very good at what she did, perhaps too good. I, I, I should read that differently. She was very good at what she did, perhaps too good. <laughs> uh, a big-time mob boss liked what he saw and requested a private dance. After Alabama Star refused, the boss forced her outside and into his car. Her release of adrenaline caused a chemical reaction within her that initiated her powers. The mob boss died immediately, and his body was beyond identifiable. Alabama Star, terrified of what she had just done, fled the country and hid from her past, keeping only her stage name. Okay. So, adrenaline kicked in her... Adrenaline kicked in her powers. Okay. So, is she a mutant, maybe? That sounds, in, like, that sounds like a mutant power. Not in 78. There were not mutants in 78? There were, but not... I mean... Uh, this is a hard one because my gut is telling me this one is fake. Okay. Uh, because there wouldn't have been a stripper. She would have. Marvel would have had her be like a go-go dancer, where she wasn't getting naked. Or well, this is my interpretation. So. Okay. That could be possible. Um. So I'm gonna say she's fake, but I'm gonna say her power. I'm gonna guess she has some kind of like super strength. She's some kind of like agility and super strength that. And caused by adrenaline. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think she's a mutant. I think yeah, you're saying that to throw me off. Why would I do that, Bill? Because you're a rat bastard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me, Bill. Yeah. You're welcome. So, um, when in an extreme fight or flight situation, Alabama Star unwillingly melts the flesh off her attackers. I was way it off is a there. dangerous side effect of her adrenaline release. It's way off on that one. Yeah, so kind of like a rogue power, except not just whenever she gets no, touched. No, kind of like. Well, yeah. No, Rogue just takes your like memories or your 
or your powers. I mean, this she melts people. You're right. You know what happened there? I started talking, and then I was like, oh shit, I should really be saying something. And then I like just had to throw random words together and hope it just tracked. Good, good, good try. Yeah, thanks. Could have come up with somebody that had a fire power. Why? For Alabama Star? Well, you said, you know, kind of like Rogue. Oh. Well, you could have said more like, kind of like Pyro, kind of like Sunfire, kind of like Firestar. Kind of like that guy that melts your flesh off. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you said she was real? Fake. fake? Okay. She is, uh, it says here, uh, fake is Alabama Star's tits. Nice. Yeah. So, I'm at four. You're at four. You are. <coughs> well, Thank hang you. on. Yeah, four. Yeah. All right. Dude, I got to do the math. I need to carry around like a computer. A fucking computer. What are they, pocket computers? What's that thing right behind you? Is yeah, that a computer? Shh, Bill. All right, this next one is... You know what, dude? I don't know how to pronounce this one. Cimarron? Cimarron? C-I-M-A-R-R-O-N. Chimeron. Chimeron. It's kind of a, a Gaelic Scottish... Oh, of course. Pronunciation. Yeah, I, you know I should have. I should have remembered that from high school. <coughs> um, Eclipse. Eight, I'm sorry. Eighteen. Fuck. Nineteen eighty-seven. Eclipse. From Eclipse. Nineteen eighty-seven. Eclipse. <coughs> I don't remember anything called Chi- Chimeron from Eclipse in eighty-seven. Go ahead. All right. So, a feisty, short-tempered Latina from Texas. She was originally arrested for destroying the Las Vegas Strip after losing her last dollar at slots. After the U.S. government quickly learns that the government. After the U.S. government quickly learns that the cost of locking up superpowered criminals is prohibitive, Chimera and her friends are offered an early parole in exchange for protecting their country against other superpowered criminals. I'm pretty sure I dated this girl. That's That sounds like <coughs> Suicide Squad. All right, so, Bill, what is uh, Chimera's power, and is she real or fake? Okay, Chimera... <coughs> the Chimera is a mythic beast. Like Rodney's penis? No, it's real. It's just small. Real oh, small. okay. Mythically small. <coughs> mythic, <laughs> uh, mythic proportions. Um, um, <sighs> I'm going to say she can fly. I'm going to say she can get really strong. Okay. Because it seems like she got angry and that's how her powers were activated. Um... I'm gonna say she's real. Okay. Because I can't. I'm, I'm thinking about Eclipse and I can't remember if it's real or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go real. I'm gonna say real. You're gonna real. Okay. So, um. I guess I was getting lazy here. So, uh. She has super strength and limited invulnerability. Okay. Pretty She's close. also real. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. So. Two points. Six points. Six points for Bill. <coughs> so, Bill. If you get this last one completely right, you will tie your high, my score. high score. You're tying it today? You think so? I think so. Okay, this next one's going to throw you for a loop. I promise. Okay. okay. And even if you get it right, I'm just going to say you're wrong and change it. Okay, well, that's so, fine. So, uh, all right, so anti gravity. Hmm. Anti. A U N T I E? Yes, sir. Okay. Anti gravity. Did I say it like that? Anti. Anti gravity, DC 1980. Hmm. A little old lady who developed her powers after a non-specific exposure to vague pollutants. Auntie Gravity led her three nephews on a robbery spree in Star City, and even defeated Green Arrow. Fucking no surprise there. Until she was herself defeated by Green Arrow's partner, the Black Canary. Um, hmm. Okay, so this is gonna throw me for a loop. <coughs> okay. Or did I say that to throw you for a loop? Loopception. I hate you. Okay. 
So obviously, Auntie Gravity means yeah. she has gravitational manipulation powers, like Graviton. <coughs> Go on. Um, you know, it's like Magneto except with gravity instead yeah, of magnetism. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Real or fake? I want to say fake, but it's 1980, so I want to say, you know, it doesn't sound too strange. Yeah, DC always puts out shit characters anyway. Well, I mean, you know, that time, that's a, that's, that's a terrible time for them, because they're coming out of the 70s when they had some good stuff, and they're coming to the 80s before Perez and them took over the Titans and started writing some really intriguing good stories. Hmm. I have nothing to say to all that information you just gave me. Yeah, they're called the Teen Titans. You should, you should read it. <coughs> I'm gonna say she's fake. Okay, so, Auntie Gravity has the powers of, of telekinetic, anti-gravity, and boner shrinking, is what I wrote here. I don't remember writing that. She's fake, because she wrote boner so, shrinking. So, uh, no, she's real. Real is my disdain for her. That's what I put right here. Wow. Yeah. So I got seven. You got seven, Bill. <coughs> it's better than one. It's slightly better than one. <laughs> so you were obviously raised in a hippie household where first was not the only way you know you could you could it's first or nothing. No, I just in my household we just wait and crush our enemies in next in two weeks. Oh, I got you. I got with you. When the contest game. is over. Yeah, with the next game we, yeah, we you crush club them. them right before the contest <laughs> in the knee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Bill, I want to tell you something about that episode. Okay. Melissa wrote all that. I had nice. nothing to do with that episode. That's good, man. Yeah, so that was all... I outsourced I trumped it. She did good. I she did it. good. I sent that shit to Mexico. Got you Indian that. You Indian that shit. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, she man. She did good. So, fuck yeah. Yeah, she, she did well. And I mean, you know, it was a little easier than what I would have given you, but... You know. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I looked for really obscure... Like, she gave you something from 2003. That's okay. I would, that would never have made You're it still, in my I mean, if you bring up Maggot... I will definitely know that one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Zorn. Like, all those, like, big names that, like, got real big and then faded. Well, I mean, Zorn was Magneto. Well, I understand. Yeah. I know that. But, yeah. like, they still talk about him. But was a really day. kick-ass character, though. Yeah, he was. With a black hole in his head. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And yeah. That Morrison material was just... Up until the end, like, they didn't end it well. Mm-hmm. Like, the ending kind of really fizzled out. But, yeah. Okay. This little... Is that it? Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Craig from B-Movies and E-Books. And if you don't know about B-Movies and E-Books, it's basically a podcast between two lifelong friends. We cover horror movies, cult movies, and B-Movies on a bi-weekly basis. And also, we talk about the latest genre fiction we've read. So after you get done listening to this fine episode of Longbox Small Talk, head on over to iTunes and search for B-Movies and E-Books and hit subscribe. It's easy to do, you'll be entertained, and you're going to find out about a ton of titles you never even knew existed. Oh, hi there. I didn't notice you. <laughs> Bill from Longbox Small Talk. I want to talk to you about a brand new podcast that we have on the B&E Network. The Adventures of Toxic City Podcast, hosted by Chevy Shavaria. A new show devoted to the goings-on at Lamarck's finest comic book and nerd media shop. And this week's interviewee, you guessed it, kids... Yours truly, Bill Kurtner from Longbox Small Talk. We talk about movies, comic books, all kinds of stuff. Growing up, aha, 
What a wonderful time. Anyway, that's Adventures of Toxic City Podcast Weekly, part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmoviesandebooks.com. Ciao, baby. Okay, Rodney. You know what time it is. Is it time? It's time for the Please meat. Do it. Yum, 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 yum. Okay. You sound like a caveman with just a bunch of gristle in his mouth. Yeah. Just so, wet. So on, on Twitter, <laughs> everybody's been asking us about... They, they've been wanting an episode because they wanted our opinion on the Deadpool trailer. So what did you think? So the Deadpool trailer came out, what, like a day ago? Uh, Two days ago? Yeah, Tuesday. Officially, it came out late Tuesday night. Tuesday. Yeah, because you what you saw like the initial. I did. I did. Bootleg. I did watch the bootleg from San Diego, and it was enough to see, um, to see and hear the whole thing. Yeah. And this is only missing, I'd say, like ten, maybe fifteen seconds of material. Um, they introduced Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Woo. There, there was a Rob Liefeld cameo that's really brief, uh, and then he talks to Colossus for a second. Then he just called him like a cocksucker. <clears throat> it was something like that. That's not something you really do to Colossus' face. No, but it's still this Red Band trailer really made me go, "Damn, they are pushing the envelope on R." Yeah, yeah. And Ryan Reynolds <coughs> does a great job with the sense of humor that Deadpool has. Like Ryan Reynolds is is I don't know. That's that's one of those uh, perfect castings, I'd say. I, I, what I'm really interested to see in this movie is are they going to go with first series Deadpool that was just kind of silly a little crazy or are they going to go with newer Deadpool that is like batshit insane yeah chimichangas and like yeah. different different people in his head yeah I think it's going to be a combination of the two it's going to be fun yeah it's definitely it's definitely going to be fun everything about that trailer shouted watch me I'm fun well and they're putting it in February so it's going to have no competition yeah so it will probably dominate the winter, the late winter, early spring. Yeah, and I, there's a lot of people out there that think it's still going to be a sleeper hit, but I think it's going to do phenomenal. No, it's not a sleeper. I, I don't it'll, think so it'll, either. I completely disagree. I, it, and if I find the guy's Twitter username, I'm going to call him out. If Fox would listen to me, <laughs> your personal emails. Uh, I, I'm gonna, uh, you know, maybe you never know. Somebody in Fox may be listening to this right now. Guys, here's my advice. Do two cuts. Do a hard R and do a soft PG-13. Release them at the same time. Or go one week, do the hard R, one week, do the PG-13. Don't... If you do that, I guarantee you, your numbers, you'll, they'll be out the roof. Because like, what's sad is, is like I have kids... And like my fourteen year old, my thirteen year old can see it, but the rest of the kids can't watch it. It's just not. It's because uh, there's going to be way too much for me to explain. You know, why is the old lady saying you sound like you have a dick in your mouth? Yeah, that's no. Dad can't explain that one. But if they made one, Daddy, explain the topographical map of Utah. Yeah. Why that guy's face fucked it? <clears throat> um, I, I would do that. None I of your would, kids are that young, huh? No, I have a nine. Year. I have a nine and eleven and two thirteens. Yeah, but I none of, them, <coughs> none of them are like, Daddy, what does that mean? Violet would say that, yeah. Yeah, she actually would say that. All right, well, fuck it then. Yeah, yeah. Violet, I'm so sorry. I was trying to get you into Deadpool. Yeah. Like, what's up? Uh, but it, it, you know, 
he is, especially with the video game stuff. Um, Did you play the game? I watched the I watched the walkthrough. I watched all the cutscenes. Oh, okay. You just watched the cutscenes. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'd rather watch stuff than play. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. But um, it was fun. Definitely was true. But also, like they know him from Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that everybody plays. Yeah. So, I think they are going to miss a large, a large chunk of the audience. If they had a PG-13 version that wasn't as violent and there weren't any cursing, I think they could easily sell that to the kids. But then have also, at the same time, not wait for Blu-ray, but at the same time have a hard R in the theater. No one's done that. I don't believe anyone's done two versions of a film like that. I don't think they're going to be the ones that, that do it. I think I think it's very possible that they have like a, 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 a lower-rated... Well, DVD uh, release an or air, an airplane release? cut. Something to yeah, watch an airplane. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but as is, if we did an airplane cut of the movie the way we think it is, it'll be like forty seconds long. You, probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So we're we're in agreement. Yeah. What do you think about T.J. Miller? <clears throat> I love T.J. Miller. Yeah. Have you uh, been watching uh, any of the uh, <clears throat> Silicon Valley? Oh yeah. I'm, uh, I'm two episodes into the second season already. Dude, I've, I've watched the first season and all of the second season that's out currently. Well, no, no, it's all out. It's all out mm-hmm. on Hulu. Uh, yeah, I've watched all of all of that's out, and then I had to rewatch it all because Melissa wanted to see it after she caught like the snippets of. It's uh, the 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 season one finale is amazing. Is is honestly, and it has the greatest joke. Yeah, that joke ever written. that joke is incredible. And you don't want to give it away because it's a no. nice build-up to yes, it. Yes, it is. It's a whole season-long build-up. Yeah. Of frustrations and, and everything they went through. Yeah. Um, I love Thomas Middleditch. I, I love the whole cast. I love Camille Nanjiani. I love T.J. Miller. Um, Martin Starr. Like, it's a really well-casted show. Um, love it. Um, you I, like the I'm actor a, that plays Ching Yang? I'm sorry, what... Who was the Asian? I don't remember him. He, well, he's in a few episodes. I was trying to make you out to be a racist, like no, I always no, do, no. but he's, I he's the one that was like burning trash in the backyard. No, I don't remember him. Damn it, Ching Yang! Um, and I hope that's what his name is. But I'm, I'm gonna lo- be the yeah, one that's racist. No, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, why don't you stop squinting your eyes? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. No, um, I love T.J. Miller. I love his comedy. Uh, I love him. I, he's, he's one of my favorites. There's somebody that actually brought it up. And they said, wouldn't it be interesting to see T.J. Miller as Deadpool? And I think, I think that's actually not a bad, not a bad concept. No, I, I can kind of see it. If they were to do like a third film, a low budget third film, and they couldn't, they obviously couldn't get Reynolds again. <laughs> like, I think it's a good substitute is to have T.J. Miller as Deadpool. Because I, I think he's equally as funny. Dude, we're calling it. Mm-hmm. We're calling it right now. So Deadpool two is going to be starring T.J. Miller. Ryan Reynolds I'm, will play I'm, Deadpool's dead head. I'm sure that Ryan Reynolds is locked in for at least two more of these. Oh yeah, at least. I guess, this is a money maker. Like I, I don't. I mean, I, I mean, just unless something weird happens, like I think this is going to make, especially coming out in February, mm-hmm. it is going to make a ton of dough. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be there. Yeah. Okay, but let's um. <clears throat> Let's talk about something. We're gonna skip. A oh, down skipping. Oh, let's talk about something that's Bill, not. I don't know. I don't know how to respond to this. We're Let's sk- talk we're about not going something that's not. Oh fuck. 
going to get out well. Oh, the, the, the doors, <laughs> yes. the the uh, the doors, uh, the name of the um, the autobiography from the doors uh, was called "No One Here Gets Out Alive," and that's what I'm going to call this segment about Fantastic Four. Uh, today it's is not looking good. Today, right now, I, I believe it's coming out tonight. It's Thursday. Yes. So it should be out tonight. Yeah, midnight. And as of now, it's at twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. As of as of, I when, think it's actually lower than that now. Yeah, it's lower than twenty percent. Yeah. The reviews are scathing. Um. One, there was one review that it's an hour and a half long trailer for a movie that never happens. I hear that it's really slow. And what's well, another origin story? Yeah. And we, I mean, we've said this, I think, on almost every episode. I feel like we have. That you've got to quit with the origin stories, especially Fantastic Four. We've already, people know the basic concept. You don't have to reintroduce them. Um, and, even, and even if they don't know the basic concept, hey, who cares? Yeah, what's going on? I, oh, he got bit by a radioactive spider. Oh, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes one sentence. Takes one fucking sentence to understand that. Yeah. Why does the punisher me, kill people? His family got murdered. It takes me turning around in the theater. It's radiation, asshole. Yeah, it's radiation. He's a mutant. He was all, pop- all those guys are mutants. He was some freaking popcorn. Uh, You're watching a Batman movie. <coughs> yeah, those are all just mutants. Or in Avengers, they're gonna call them miracles. Are you being serious? Yeah, that's what they're gonna call them. They can't. Ah! Use them. <coughs> they can't call them mutants. So it's gonna you actually. <coughs> you actually convulsed there in anger. <laughs> that was funny. Fuck that. Yeah, they're called miracles. That's why if you watch the end of Captain America Winter Soldier, the, the scene at the end with Baron Strucker, yeah. he says you're entering the age of miracles because they don't have the rights to use the term mutants. They're called miracles. I fucking quit comic book movies. <coughs> like, I, I quit. <laughs> Marvel, get off your fucking ass and buy Fox. Just buy them all. Buy I, Fox. I, buy whoever else has whatever other shit. It's obvious. It is so obvious. Oh. It's obvious that's where it's going. It's obvious that that's where it's going. It's going to happen. I'd say within five years, they're probably going to end up with all their properties back. It may cost them a lot, but think about this. They They've made so much money. Oh yeah, but I mean, even if Fox takes points, like they're going to do a Spider Man. Or Sony, I'm sorry. Sony's Sony, doing that with yeah. Spider-Man. They're gonna get points. They already got. They already had Marvel buy the rights to use the character. They're gonna put the movie out. Marvel's gonna produce it, and they're everybody's making money. They're insane. Give them the rights to the stuff back, or or lease it to them, or or come up with similar deals, man. Think of what you can do, man. And when you when you put the universes back together. You bring that kid that's Quicksilver from Days of Future Past. Who was amazing and yeah. perfect. Come up with some kind of deus ex machina where it's like, oh, this is Quicksilver from another universe that he came over and he made it and the other guy never existed. That would be perfect. Because I hated that. We, that was we've a talked piece of shit. Uh, so We're just getting aggravated, dude. <laughs> but but that's... What's great is, is that like I had some hope. I like Josh Trank as a director. I think the guy is really smart and really creative. I, I, I can tell by listening to him, and he hasn't said it yet in his interview, that this thing got pulled away from him, and he got forced into some corners to, to do, make some decisions he didn't want to make. 
I like the fact that it's a body horror type film for part of it. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm just going over what I've seen in the trailers and what I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have anything against Johnny Storm being black. I think it's great. Because uh, I like Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I wasn't even going to mention that. That's how <clears throat> non-racist I am. It's yeah. not even a thing for me. I sure. Just moving right along. Yeah. All right. But um, I I want to have hope, but I don't think I, it doesn't sound good. Um, um you know what? I, I'm going to see it at some point, and I know for a fact. I know for a fact it's going to be just like the first one. Just like the first one that was kind of put out. It was just to keep the rights. They put didn't put a whole 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 lot of work your heart or anything into it. And it's going to be a fun summer movie. And that's it. It'll be forgettable. And it will make very, very little bit of money. I think, should, it's, I think it'll generate money. You think so? I think it's going to make money. I you, mean, it's going to do... I mean, like, Ant-Man first week did $56 million. Yeah. This will probably do 50 or $60 million Easily. So, no <clears throat> blockbuster. They're warranting... They're, they're, they're banking that it's going to have a sequel. They have it. It's on their schedule to make a Fantastic Four 2. So, I don't think... I don't think the, the negative reviews over two days is are going to stop it from making the money. I think people are going to go see it no matter what. Um, but, again, quality. Okay? Have some quality control. Yeah. You, you, you know those other two sucked. You know that one in 94 was done for the rights. Quality. Turn it to Marvel. Make your money. You know, whatever. Quit this crap of, of making these contrived films and trying to trying to mess with everything. Just let the people do it right. You know, and, and let's get the Fantastic Four comic back. You know, that's that, that's stupid. You know. Yeah. He's uh, a really big. He's a very, especially especially Mister Fantastic. He's a very big cornerstone of the Marvel universe. And yeah, we need a Fantastic Four. You know, and I know that they're still technically there. They're in other books, but was something obviously Secret Wars, and I and I'm I'm guesstimating something happened in Secret Wars because Reed Richards is not in anything. We see Sue, we see Johnny, and we see Ben, but we don't see Reed in anything. Maybe that's going to be their big uh, way to bring everybody back together. And that might be it. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> who knows? We we discussed the uh, Marvel previews for September. So it, it should be interesting. So now, let me tell you about a movie I did see. Are you going to talk about Ant-Man? Yes. Yeah, I haven't made it to the theaters yet for that one. Okay. Quite honestly, run to the theater to see this. This is a lot of fun. Uh, it's made me change my, my, my mind on Marvel in a way that I think I enjoy Marvel on a smaller scale. Uh, the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant-Man movies that aren't nearly as big I don't think they have to go super huge um, again I when before we started I was telling you about it I think Ant-Man is way better than Age of Ultron it's fun it has a good sense of humor um, you know it's believable as much as you can believe that a man can shrink down to the size of an ant and control ants yeah um it didn't have the plot holes that Age of Ultron had. It doesn't... From start to finish, I think it's like two hours. It's a fast film. You, really? You, I, 
You wouldn't have guessed that. You blink and you're done. And you, uh-huh. because it's enjoyable, and it's it was fun. I took a whole family, and everybody came out of it just loving it. And the funny thing was, is the kids. One of the kids, I can't remember who said it, was like, "Didn't we see an Avengers movie this summer?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "I yeah, I like that way better. I like this way better than Avengers." Just the fact that it was enjoyable already makes it better than Avengers too. <clears throat> and I hate. I don't really want to knock Age of Ultron because, in theory, I love the concept, but mm-hmm. I think that it's too big of a film. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if Marvel's listening, uh, I'm going to be honest with them and say, you need to take the scope back on Infinity War. Because yeah, do you if, think they're hyping it up too much? Well, no, I think they're going to make something that's too big that they can't control because Age of Ultron was too much film. And it, you couldn't you couldn't get characters... And there's too many characters involved, so you can't get a feeling for them and a feeling for motivation and like, hey, why is why is Black Widow here? You know? Yeah. And like, whereas we now know a little bit more about Hawkeye, and that was cool. Um, maybe we could have done that in another movie. I like that aspect, but couldn't we have done that in a different film? Maybe a Captain America, maybe an Iron Man, or a somebody else's film. <laughs> <coughs> but I'm being serious. I mean, yeah, no, no, I understand. Did we need that moment? Did we need... Honestly, did we need uh, Nick Fury coming back? I don't think so. I think that was an unneeded cameo. Even though he brought the helicarrier, they still had operational helicarriers at the end of Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Anybody could have done that. You know? They could have left Nick Fury out of it, and it wouldn't have hurt me. Uh, But I don't want to go on about Age of Ultron. We've done that. Um, But Ant-Man is awesome. Uh, Wasp... The uh, I, I mean, it's been out for almost a month, so I'm, I'm not giving anything away. That the first, the first post credits trailer, the mid credits, yeah, the mid credit scene is Hank Pym taking Jan, uh, Hope Van Dyne, uh, or Hank, yeah, uh, taking Hope Pym down to the uh, his lab, and he shows her the suit that his he and his wife were working on before she disappeared. And it's the Wasp outfit. So, obviously, Wasp is going to be in the Avengers. Um, yeah, though I think there'll be a sequel. <clears throat> um, I think it'll be cool because there's rumors that he won't be Ant-Man in uh, Avengers: Infinity War. That he will be Giant Man. And I think it would be pretty rad that if the sequel for Ant-Man was, I don't know, something to do with Giant Man, you know. Tear it up. Do something different. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Um, how, how do you think that Paul Rudd did just being out of that his niche? Rudd is great. That's, <clears throat> that's great to hear because like, I was really worried about that. I was worried that he wasn't going to really mesh very well. Well, this is a very... like they, they really didn't talk about it. This is a lot of comedy. Way more comedy than usual. Um, some physical comedy at the end, which is really great. Mm-hmm. Um... Michael Pena, he, he, Michael Pena steals the show, and I love Michael Pena, but he steals the show in this one. He is kind of uh, Paul Rudd's, he's Paul Rudd's ex cellmate in prison, and um, he's helping him get jobs, <clears throat> and he's there for a reason, and it, it, he is awesome. So, uh, and it's given away in the trailer. So again, I'm not giving anything away here, but Ant Man fights Yellow Jacket at yes. the end. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's someone else that can shrink in size, has very similar powers. Yes. Um, and I, I read recently in an in a interview with him 
George R. You know, friend of the show, uh, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah, I know him. Um, yeah, you know, what? I'm just going to consider all celebrities friends of the show <laughs> sure, sure. until we get like notarized letters from them saying, "No, we're not friends." So, friend of the show, George R. R. Martin, uh, creator of the Game of Thrones <laughs> universe, um, he said recently that um, he actually really liked Ant Man, uh, which made me want to go see it. Obviously, word of mouth is all is always great, um, especially from someone who knows world building and yeah. knows knows something about film. Um, but he actually said that he's tired of seeing, uh, specifically Marvel, I think he said, um, putting out heroes and supervillains who clash at the end that always have similar superpowers. Um, and I think he used, for instance, um, Spider-Man and Venom at the end of uh, Spider-Man 3, um, which we're not going to talk about Spider-Man 3. Fuck That's that. not, no. No, that didn't happen. Um and then uh, I think he also mentioned like Black Adam. There, there's a bunch of them. Black Adam fights um, Shazam, mm-hmm. and then in this movie, obviously Yellow Jacket and Ant Man. Mm-hmm. What do you feel <clears throat> about that? Because I feel like that, like once he said it, and once I read those words, I was like, that does happen a lot. Why? Why? Why do I need to see them fighting the alternative <clears throat> evil version of them? Well, I mean. It- at that point, then you're you're busting into philosophy, and you're going to get into uh, the guy that inspired Lucas, Joseph Campbell. And dude, uh, let's philosophize this shit. Well, I mean, you read <laughs> if you read any of Campbell's books about mythology mm-hmm. and, and the hero complex. I mean, that's a huge part of it. But in storytelling, if you go back and read a lot of like Greek myths and things like that, they didn't necessarily have like an equal that they fought. Yeah, you know there was a lot of David and Goliath type stories, um, but they were also kind of like quests. Yeah, more so, yeah, yeah. more so than there's no ending. It's just oh, this is the quest I'm on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but then you go into the original Superman film, which is a classic. It's a wonderful film mm-hmm. where there is no. I mean, Lex Luthor is a bad guy, but he's a bad guy in intellectual tip. He is not Superman's equal in power. You know, it's not like Superman 2. Um, so, you know, in Superman 1, he was fighting against the elements which which the bad guy had turned against him. Yeah. So, you know, they have to have... Uh, these films are a lot like sex. It, you you, you got to have build-up, 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 and then release. You know, you're not staying and you're not going to go eight hours and then, you know... You, spoke, you speak just for yourself, cuddle, Bill. You know, you, you don't go eight hours and, you know... Oh, no! We go tantric over here. Yeah, you, you, yeah, go, go, gadget, whatever. <laughs> uh, but um, I mean, it, it's the nature of the beast. I would like to see diversification, less, less lazy writing. I would like to see people come up with something different. You know, um, I don't. What I don't know. Yeah. But. It's the same as it's the same as uh, Hollywood has to have a formula where there's a love story and everything. You know, I've seen a couple of films that don't have love stories that turn out pretty damn good. You know, and so I, I think I think it's time to adapt to 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 change because I think people want a challenge. They want something different. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe something that's not you know the the equal opposite opposite of the hero uh, in some big battle but I will say that in Ant-Man it was fun mm-hmm. it was it was necessary to have that foil 
because um, it really it's it's not so much about the equal opposite of the good guy. It's a lot about uh, Hank Pym dealing with being, you know, old and somebody younger trying to take his technology. You know, it's more about feeling obsolete, get it growing old. So, can you tell us more about that personally, <coughs> Bill? Can I say what? T- can you tell us personally more about that? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, I assumed. Let yeah. me speak up. No, I don't. Which speak, side do you have your hearing? I, I don't speak anus, so I'll have to, I'll have to get an interpreter. <laughs> Dick. <clears throat> Nine years older. And that's, one day you're old gonna, enough. That's old one enough. One day you're going to have kids. It's not happening. You're going to have kids. I'm not having kids. Um, no kids for this one. I I, I recommend. I, I tell everybody. Go see it. Go invest your money. Spend. Go to the theater. You're gonna have a great time. I wish I'd watched it in 3D, but I, I'm. When you have six people to go into the movies, yeah, that's 3D is not that's an Jesus. option. You know, and that's why I'm not having kids, Bill. You're gonna so have, I can go see you're gonna any have like 3D movie I want. I can go to like see, gonna have I can go see two 3D movies. Rodney, at once. it's gonna be Rodney, Melissa plus ten. You know, no, no. <clears throat> it's gonna have like ten kids at once. Ugh. They're all gonna be sweaty. Right, you're nauseating me over here, sir. Sweaty little run turn and daddy, daddy, I want to play Minecraft, daddy. No, I'm playing Minecraft. All right, now you're making me want to have a kid. <laughs> someone, right. someone to play video games with? What's up? I have to make my own friend. Yeah, but then, the, then they never want to play the video game you want to play. <clears throat> Look, so, it's Deadpool two. It's Deadpool two, kid. Play yep, this. Nope, no, no. Then they're they're playing <laughs> Lego Genocide or something, you know. That sounds like an amazing game. I kind of want to play Lego Genocide now. So, on the topic of genocide, our last topic, um, it, it, it's a small one, but it's great news. Um, I love this news. Batman the Killing Joke, the animated film, and it is the final Kevin Conroy as Batman and Mark Hamill as a Joker, uh, which, for those of you who don't know, my partner in crime here, hey, Kevin Conroy... Was the man back in 1990-91 that took over that started as Batman, and then little known fact: the original Joker was not Mark Hamill; it was going to be Tim Curry of uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show fame. But they and Home Alone two fame. Yes, but they opted not to go with Tim Curry, and they redubbed, they overdubbed Mark Hamill in. And since then, I mean, like obviously, I think probably the the best portrayal was Mask of Phantasm. Where he's just batshit crazy. Um, this is great. I did go back and I I pulled out Killing Joke a couple days ago. I hadn't read it in a few years. Yeah, I haven't read it in a little while. <clears throat> it is so... I mean, first of all, I bought that when it came out. So that's 88 or 89. And... So it, hang on. I'm holding a book that's as old as my wife? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's fascinating to go through it and go, damn, this is some dark stuff. I mean, they, they, they're they not holding back in this book. Yeah, the art's fantastic. Oh, the art's beautiful. And, I mean, the, the subject matter, I mean, especially as you get toward the end, it just goes insane. And it's also a really interesting portrayal of Batman because he's begging the Joker through this, look, man, it's going to come down to one day we're going to kill each other. And he's like, we, we've got to stop this because there is there is no other ending. We've got to be able to figure this out. And the Joker's just like, this is it. 
You know, there is no other option. We're gonna kill each other. Holy shit. <clears throat> so I'm interested to see how they portray this because this features Barbara being Barbara Gordon being shot in the in the pelvis and paralyzed. Also, they take they hint at compromising photos of her. Yeah, I just came across sh- that. That's insane. Shot. I don't even remember that. But this also the last third of the book features a completely naked Jim Gordon being tormented on a on a, on a dog leash by midgets. How are they going to do that and make this PG-13? I'm not sure. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm interested to see it. Um, Actually, I think I don't think that uh, that you know screws up with any guidelines. I think, <coughs> I think midgets torturing someone—that's that's fine. I'm I'm going to be interested to see what they do. Um, you know, a year ago, Hamill told a podcaster, he said, "If they do Killing Joke, I'll come back one more time to do Joker." And I think that made made the people go, yeah, we we've got to do this because, you know, one, we can afford him right now before Star Wars comes out. Yeah. <laughs> and two, you know, you don't get, you know, people just don't go, yeah, I want to do this. And Conroy said, yes, I want to do one more. And it, it's a great way to end that relationship. And it's going to make great bonus features just to see footage of those guys in the booth working together. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're an incredible foil back and forth. I'm excited. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know. I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm excited just to see Mark Hamill like back in the recording studio doing Joker at all. Yeah. Because I mean, he said, "What? How long ago was it? How many years?" Did he well, say? He, no, he did. Uh, didn't he do some of the video games? Or? He did. Well, the third game, he died. Okay, Joker dies in the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, spoiler alert, because that is the the fucking ending. He dies. Yeah. But in the third one, he is in the third one. Somehow, so I haven't played the third one yet. He's in Arkham Knight. I thought that was a fourth one. Uh, no, Arkham Asylum, <coughs> Arkham City, then... Oh, there was an Arkham Origins? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't count that game because it sucked. Huh. Yeah. Like, I didn't even finish it. I was like, ah, this sucks. Um, they got him it out was of re- also a prequel. They got so. him out of retirement. They got him to do it. Both of them. It, I think it's going to be a winner, and I. But also, DC. There's so many freaking classics, graphic novels, and storylines you can use. This modern shit that you're tapping into, like the Justice League one war was fun, but the Batman stuff, dude. Those I haven't watched them. They look like bullshit. You know, I can look on my rack here and find a ton of great books to to make into films. Do it. You know, there's so many great ones, man. Why are you picking a lot of this newer bullshit? JLA, I mean, there's tons of JLA stories. Ah, uh, just just quit with all the new stuff. Go back to that old stuff that's that is time tested and the fans like and they want and they're gonna put the money behind. They're not gonna steal it on Kickass.to. You know, <laughs> we're not gonna torrent these things if you make quality. Um, that's my my rant for yeah. Apparently, damn. I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Maybe. Maybe this is it for Bill. Maybe he's just gonna <laughs> do this one rant. I just go. I just, just go in and get the shotgun and just put it under the chin. And yeah. It's like, dude, go killing Co- joke's not even out yet. Go just out at Co- least wait till that. Go out Cobain style. <laughs> uh, Bill, I don't. I don't know if you'll. You, I don't think your legacy will last the way Cobain's <laughs> <laughs> did. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. I'm sorry, bro. <clears throat> so. What do you think? 
What do I think about what? Good episode. Ours? No, yeah. it fucking sucked. Did you have a good time? Oh no, I, I I had a great time. I had I had a great time. It's a forty minute drive. Do you want to see each other again? Oh fuck, maybe next week. You want to see each other again? Maybe next week, bitch. You know, I don't, really don't, I, don't be fucking look, calling me on the second look, day. You have like three days to I call like, me. I like spending time with you. You know, <laughs> dude, we need to go. Uh, we need to go to Toxic City. We do. We do. Yeah, um, we're. No, you're playing a show there pretty soon, right? August uh, 14th, we are playing. We're doing uh, two 30-minute sets. Um, it's going to start around... the rest eight, in between. going to start around 8, 8.30. No, it was che- Chevy's idea <laughs> to do uh, two sets. Who's Chevy? Chevy. Chevy? Chevy. Is it Chevy or Chevy? Look, I, it's, you know, the guy that's our friend that runs a place, he's got a beard and he takes pictures. He's oh, okay, my friend. cool. And uh, his podcast should be coming out pretty soon, from what I understand. Oh, I've, he's got a podcast as well? Yeah, I did an interview two or three weeks ago with there him. There can only be one comic book podcast, sir. I don't... It's not not like ours at all. It better not Much be. different. Um, but uh, I, did an, I did the interview for the first episode, and I believe I was told today that it's being uploaded, and I believe it is going to be on our the B&E Podcast Network. Now, do you know what B&E stands for? Uh, boobs and anuses? Yeah. Okay. No. That's how you spell anus, right? With an E. See, Rodney can't get it right in the promo. It's bmoviesandebooks.com. What is that again, Bill? bmoviesandebooks.com. See, this is way easier than me saying it. I'm just going to let Bill say it. bmoviesandebooks.com. Oh, you're going to fuck up one day, Bill. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, do you know what the, their podcast is called? I have no idea. I, 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 I'll... If we were professionals, we would have all this information. Yeah, I'm... Um... I think uh, we're going to be doing a promo for it next time. It'll We'll have one on the show. We're going to be promoting them? Yeah. And they're going to have... What kind of money are we getting one from of this our ads? Well, uh, I'm not supposed to tell you, but I've already gotten free stuff from them. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I did, I did. I was going to buy... Give my shirt back. I went over there uh, to an event uh, for Princess Day, and I took the kids, and... Uh, for, hang on, what, go back. Princess Day? Yeah, you know, I have a girl. I understand. You know, and they had a princess day where they had they had a bunch of princesses, you know, cosplay princesses you would take pictures with, and yeah. they had tea and cakes and all that stuff. And tea and cake, I love tea and cake. Oh shit! <laughs> all but right, I, don't lean back. Yeah, I got a free I got a free graphic novel. It was, oh, you it was Iron bitch. Man twenty twenty. So. Was it good? Uh, it was Iron Man twenty twenty. It's whatever. It was mid nineties. Yeah. You know. But it, it, whenever somebody I bring it up, no one knows that reference, but uh, because that's Arno Stark, it's not it's not Tony, yeah. it's his nephew, uh-huh. and it's a lot like Venture Brothers in the sense like you don't they never say what happened to Tony. Oh, it just kind of goes on. Yeah, you're just kind of like yeah, I had to take the company over for Uncle Tony, <laughs> and you're never kind of given this idea. Um, but yeah, I had a great episode. Oh, okay. Oh, we're still trying to end this? <laughs> this yeah. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Okay, well, I, yeah, you know what? This is Long Box Small Talk. I'm Rodney. I'm Bill. Yeah, fuck you, Bill. <laughs> we'll see yeah. you next we'll issue. We'll see you next time. I did it this time. Next issue. Next issue. That's what I said. Just heard is part of the B and E network.
Brought to you by BMovies and ebooks.com.